Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. In a world that's perfect lies a perfect little town where one team stands alone. But now, something's stirring that will change this place forever. Perfect. Welcome to Perfectville, your first place podcast for your Miami Dolphins, part of the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I am Sam Marcu, and he is the two-time, yes, two-time Hall of Famer. Of course, I'm talking about the good doctor himself, Dr. Christopher Cullen. Doctor, how in the hell are you, my friend? Samuel, I am wonderful. Are you kidding me? It is week one of the NFL season. We've been waiting for months for this to be, to get here we've gone through preseason we've gone through the draft we've gone through free agency we've gone through the offseason here we are it is week one we got the chargers uh we literally start our super bowl run uh this sunday so i'm excited it'll be interesting and fun uh to see the team play actual meaningful football against another uh middling to upper class team in the afc with the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I'm excited. I, I, I would prefer to not start on the West Coast, but uh, I'm okay with it too. I am a West Coaster. I wish I could be down there. That's why I wish I could not prefer because I cannot be there this weekend to go to the game, which kind of pisses me off. But uh, uh, I don't know, man. It's just, it's like all those other podcasts that we were doing that we were saying were important, like the draft and free agency and all that. It doesn't really matter. None of that mattered. What matters is now. It is week one of the NFL season. Everybody other than Cardinals fans are hopeful as to what <laughs> their team can be and what they, the possible outcomes. I mean, you got Nick Bosa signing the, 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 the most lucrative contract in NFL history I earlier exactly today. Switching to D end like tonight. <laughs> I, I literally said no more outside linebacker, no more running back. You were playing yeah. defensive end. My friend, they get paid. Yeah, my son gave me a hug earlier, and I'm like, no, 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 you need to wrap a little tighter. Like, just wrap a little tighter and just swim. Legs. Swim. Yes. Yeah, yes. get that arm underneath. Rip. Uh, well, rip. I mean, I, I got to tell you, Chris, I uh, I would have not put money down that Nick Bosa would get that big of a contract from the San Francisco 49ers. But if I were to have bet, I would have bet on bet online, ladies and gentlemen. Bet online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more, including football, of course. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. So go to BetOnline, head to the website, use your mobile device, however you need to get there, get to BetOnline and get in on the action. And remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, Chris, where the game starts. So let's start with the game that everyone who's listening to this right now, the citizens of Perfectville, the good citizens care about. Nobody cares about the chiefs on Thursday nope. night. Nobody cares about the Las Vegas Raiders and what Chandler Jones is upset about or whoever it is that's yelling these days. Everyone cares. That's listening to this podcast right now about Tua Tunga Vailoa, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and the rest of the Miami Dolphins gang against the Los Angeles chargers of Los Angeles. And I got to tell you, Chris, uh, I, 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 I hate, I'm just going to say it. I hate the Los Angeles chargers. I cannot stand the Los Angeles chargers. How do you feel about the chargers? So I'm going to call them the San Diego chargers because mm -hmm. it doesn't fucking matter. 
no one cares about the Chargers. Their eight fans don't care about the Chargers. Um, can I jump right into this? Like what I hate about the Chargers? Like I, I think I'm going to jump into it because this let's is who just, we play. Let's it's just the get enemy behind the uh, behind the line. Let's can I let's start. Just do it. Yes, can yes. We're just we're going to let's just tee this up for everyone though. This is how we're doing our game previews right now. We're going to talk about everything we hate about the opponent. Week one, we are in Los Angeles against the Los Angeles Chargers. I hate the Chargers. Chris Cullen hates the Chargers. All Doll fans everywhere hate the Chargers. The Chargers fans usually hate the Chargers. So we're just going to get into it. Chris is going to give his top three things that he hates about the Los Angeles Chargers. And then Sam Marcoux is going to give his top three things that he hates about the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm willing to bet, Chris, because we did not share notes before the show, that there's some similarities there. But why don't you kick us off like Jason Sanders will do this weekend, week one? First, let's start with... uh, um happy a happy medium a, a, like uh honor honorary mention right honorable mm. mention okay um the name mm. charger what right. do you what do you what are you the lightning bolts are you an apple charger are you charging a phone uh no one likes chargers until they need them and then when they need them they take forever to do their job if they even do it properly you got wireless chargers you got plug-in chargers you got really long chargers you've got usb chargers you've got plug-in the wall chargers you go over to england or ireland and you've got different bolt chargers stupid fucking name dumb name honorable mention but i'm gonna go with my first one first well, reason why I hate. let's let's get into that let's real go. quick get no, i want to i want to get into that here's here's why i also hate that i hate the chargers name because if you look at their logo it's a, it's electricity it's a lightning bolt so they yeah. go by the bolts but here's the thing if you look at what a charger is chris it's a fucking horse they're the all chargers horses. are a horse yeah. it's a horse and their mascot should be a horse if you look at their throwback it's a horse and that makes sense because a charger is a type of horse so why in the fuck hell is it a, an actual lightning bolt it's because somebody looked at it it's kind of like the buffalo bills and that their mascot is a buffalo Horrible. instead of some guy named bill it's all fucked up it's completely fucked up and i agree with you honorable mention the name is stupid so stupid um i hate chargers so much it's so dumb all right i'm gonna start with my first my actual one of three and it's in, in google it please please god google it while you're listening to this citizens of perfect bill and charger fans alike all three of you um the mascot mm. good lord that jim carrey 1996 mask looking fucking idiot with the goddamn lightning bolts on the ears with the face that looks like a fucking Westworld stupid animatronic. It is the absolute dumbest looking fucking stupid mascot I've ever seen in the NFL. I mean, it is so bad. It's just, yeah, look at them. He's cross armed with the sunglasses and like the dumb Jim Carrey 96 smile. Like it is stupid. No one likes it. He's not hyping anyone up. Um, he's a living lightning bolt. I just <laughs> literally fucking can't stand it. We got TD the dolphin, which is great. Even the Patriots got a cool, like fucking, you know, civil, you know, revolutionary war, Boston tea party guy. Um, fireman Ed is a better fucking mascot than this piece of shit. Like this guy sucks. He looks like a nineties bullshit dreamworks cartoon animation movie that wasn't good enough to be pixar like just so bad um i hate it sam i hate it so much their mascot's terrible i cannot believe that you don't like bolt man the only thing worse than the mascot is his actual name which is bolt man like it, it sounds like something that even dc comics is like no that's retarded we're not going to make that please get <laughs> out of our do office. that yeah you know who he looks like this is who he looks like 
He looks like that McDonald's mascot from the Thank 80s you. and 90s. Yes, you know, if you guys can see moon. that right now. Yeah, the, 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 moon, the moon guy, guy with the sunglasses. Yes. Like, what are we doing here? No, that guy's he, pumping up the 13 fans in the stadium. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I didn't realize that I hated that until you mentioned it. And as soon as you mentioned it, I'm like, oh, so my God, bad. that's not on my list. And I absolutely 100% hate Bolt Man. Uh, he makes me want to bolt, man. Like, I want to throw up every time I see him. And if I was going to the game in Los Angeles this weekend, I would probably do everything I could possibly do to uh, kick him in his stupid charger throat. Uh, it, perfect. Sir Perfect, or whatever his name is, the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, mascot, is infinitely better than this jack off and i hate the jaguars uh mascot so um good call that is a, that is a very good thing to hate about boltman and what does boltman do does he does he have a signature thing that he does other than having a very punchable mascot face chris does he do anything when you know they score touchdowns or does he have a routine i don't know i have no idea what i'm, I'm hoping he is. either seizures like he's being struck by lightning or he's throwing lightning bolts and it looks like he's just jerking off the biggest stupid fucking fan of Justin Herbert in the crowd. That's the only thing I can imagine that he does that's remotely relevant to the Chargers fucking game. Yeah, they used to shoot cannons. I remember because the last time I went to a Los Angeles Chargers Dolphins game is when they played in that soccer stadium a couple of years ago before they uh, moved in and started paying rent to the Rams. And uh, they've shot off cannons because they did it when their guy kicked a field goal to win the game, except that he missed and they still fired off the cannons. So all the Charger fans were really happy. And I was just kind of silently laughing inside because the Dolphins had actually won the game. Uh, but I don't know what Boltman does. I uh, I agree. I, I think he's, he's irrelevant, Chris. He does not need to be uh, a thing. I would agree yeah. with that. All right, that's a very good first thing to hate about the Los Angeles Chargers. Do you mind if I jump in and I Please and I share one of the things? I'd love I to hear yours. So I, I've kind of alluded to it. You've kind of alluded to it, but I hate the fact that they are the Los Angeles Chargers. Ugh. That to me bothers the living shit out of me. It makes me want to shit out of my dick, Chris. That's how mad I am. Well, every time I have to say the Los Angeles Chargers, because I have to think about it. Like I used to say San Diego Chargers so often that I still call them the San Diego Chargers. And then there's always some jerk off that's like, it's Los Angeles Chargers. Actually, like, you oh, mean I'm Los sorry. Angeles Chargers. Yeah. You know they what? moved. <laughs> Kudos to them for actually moving and not just taking the name Los Angeles like the fucking Angels did in baseball, but still even if you move to Los Angeles, please just go by the San Diego Chargers. I mean, honestly, San Diego is a better town to hang out in. They have the beach. There's way more sun somehow than Los Angeles. And it just doesn't sound right, Chris. Los Angeles Chargers still does not sound right. Even their initials, the LAC, reminds me of the Clippers, not the Chargers. I hate everything about them being in Los Angeles. And here's the thing. As part of that, it's not even their stadium. It's the Ram Stadium that they're in. Right. They're like They're basically the West Coast Jets. That's who they are. And I yes. hate the fucking Jets. So therefore, I have to hate the Chargers. I hate the fact that they're in Los Angeles and that the Miami Dolphins week one have to travel across the country, across the continent to go play them in an afternoon game for the West Coast, which means it's going to be a 430 start for the Miami Dolphins. Terrible. That's not what they do well. They do well at 1, 115 at home in September. Instead, they're going to be in Los Angeles at 430. I hate it. I hate it. Yep, totally hate it. Um, the the city, all of it. Same thing with the Las Vegas Raiders and everything. Like you have to like, oh, it's not the Oakland Raiders anymore. Like, okay, like you just fucking you know who I'm talking about. It's the goddamn Raiders. It's the goddamn Chargers. You know who I'm talking about. So total ingredients here. We're two for two with agreeing with each other. My next one, Sam. Um, Dolphins fans are going to kind of cringe at this one, but I'm going to be your defender here. Mm -hmm. I fucking hate Kellen Winslow Senior. Fuck that picture of him just 
I'm exhausted with the towel over my head getting dragged out the field in that triple quadruple overtime win against the Miami Dolphins back in the 70s and 80s, whatever the fuck it was. I wasn't even born yet. I just like everyone's tired after a football game, super extra. Maybe run some more gassers, Kellen Winslow Sr. Because all I know is this your son sucks. And I'm a, that's a Miami Hurricane fan talking about it, by the way. I'm a fucking soldier. I'm a fucking soldier. Shut the fuck up, Kellen Winslow Jr. You're literally like the eighth best tight end that's ever played at the University of Miami. You're behind like Jeremy Shockey's jockstrap. Like no one wants to hear it. Kellen Winslow Sr., the Chargers picture of him getting dragged off the field by his teammates. I'm sick of it. I don't want to see it. I'm done with it. Classic game, and it's the Dolphins losing. I don't want to hear about it. I hate it. I hate the Chargers for that. Yeah, I believe Kellen uh, Winslow Jr. is of a prisoner because that's where he is currently. Um, yeah, here's the thing. They they keep playing that. They keep playing Kellen Winslow being dragged off the field. And yes, the Chargers won that game. But if you look at the overall record against the Miami Dolphins, they have a losing record. The Miami Dolphins win. They're 17 and 15 against the Chargers all time. So yes, they can keep playing that clip from, I believe, the er- very early 80s. But the fact of the matter is the Miami Dolphins are better than the, the Los Angeles Chargers have been all time. I mean, we just have more wins than they do. So if I'm looking at history, that gives me some some comfort if I'm a Miami Dolphin or citizen of Perfectville or looking at this game and going, okay, well, statistically speaking, the Miami Dolphins have won more often than they've lost against the Chargers. Therefore, history should, on some level, look to repeat itself. So they can play that over and over and over again, Chris, and I agree with you. I hate that they keep playing that because it makes it seem like the Chargers are somehow uh, the ones who have the winning record in this rivalry if you want to call it that but they don't yes they won last year but guess what we won two years before that so it's been fairly even but if i'm looking at the numbers pure numbers the miami dolphins have them 17 games over 15 good they should because the chargers are only known like for that play like other than that and a couple good players like marty schottenheimer (laughs) the chargers are just like i don't know they're like the west coast stepchild like they're They've been known for some good things. Dan Fouts sucks. Like, that guy's so overrated, by the way. Like, and he looks goofy, and I hate his announcing so bad. Um, but, yeah, that, that whole picture with Kellen Winslow Sr., just I'm sick of seeing it. What year is it? Like, yeah. we don't hear Nirvana on the radio anymore. Can we stop showing that picture of the Chargers? It's been long enough. Yeah, you know, and speaking of that, I'll just jump into the thing that I hate. I hate that we lost to the same team last year. Now, granted, there was some other things going on. It was not week one. It was well into the season, and it was our second game in eight days in California. So we were a little bit road tired after coming off the 49ers game and then right into this one. But still, I hate that they have bragging rights right now going into week one. And I hope Tua Tungabailoa, Mike McDaniel, and everybody can go ahead and erase that from everybody's memory with a nice, solid outing against these stupid Chargers in week one. Because here's the deal. The Chargers have good talent. Justin Herbert is good. I don't care what anybody says. He's good. They've got Austin Eckler, one of the best fantasy running backs of all time, and uh, a very talented receiving back out of the backfield. They have Keenan Allen, who's been there forever, who consistently is there. Once he, If he's not hurt, he does it on the field. Mike Williams is good. They've got a good tight end. They have good players on defense. Even though they have all these good players, though, Chris, they're not a good team. They're just not a good team. Look at the record that they have since Justin Herbert has taken over and been their starting quarterback. You would have thought that he has won every Super Bowl he was eligible for since he came into the league. And the, th- and the fact of the matter is he has a losing record as the starting quarterback, if I'm not mistaken, for the Los Angeles Chargers. He has all the arm talent in the world and he's going to be a good, good, if not great player in this league long-term, if he stays healthy, but he hasn't done it yet. And somehow 
He is anointed the guy. Yet Tua Tungavailoa, who has very similar stats in terms of touchdown passes, in terms of passing percentage, uh, completion percentage. Uh, the only thing that isn't the same is Tua Tungavailoa has a much better winning record than Justin Herbert. Yet somehow everyone's like, well, he still has to prove himself. Like, I don't get why it's so freaking backwards. And I hate that we lost to this team last year because it te- it gives people the ability to say, well, the Chargers are better than the Dolphins. When I really, I honestly just don't think they are, Chris. So I hate that this mediocre mid Chargers team gets all this positive press um, and we are on worst enemies and allowed them to happen by losing to them last year. You know what? The good thing is, like I've mentioned already in this episode, the eight fans of the Chargers aren't really that loud of a voice on social media, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, you're right. 23-17 last year. Tua had a pretty shitty game, if I remember correctly. He had like 153 yards passing, and 60 of it was to Tyreek Hill. So on one play, Tyreek Hill had the fumble recovery yeah. for the touchdown in that game. And Herbert threw for like 300 and ridiculous something yards and a touchdown. So yeah, we're going to have to come to play. I, I have a feeling our defense can be a little bit better, a lot better with Vic Vangio. Um, obviously we're hurting on the number two cornerback uh, position there. No, Noah in, in, uh, in which is funny now that like, you know, this is the first time we're recording since we've gotten rid of him. Uh, we don't need to worry about pronouncing his name anymore. Yeah. I, um, I love that. I love that. Got, we're just like, we, we, we refuse to commit it to memory and now he's gone and I don't have to. Yeah, no, I don't have to. Like I'm done with it. Um, I'm going to jump into my third and last. Well, but before why, you do, I just want to, sure, I just want to, I want to continue the hate on this. Cause you're right. Last year we lost and I think, was by one score and it was a very, very weird game it's uh, so the, weird the, the the san diego screw it the san diego chargers defense <laughs> came in and they played great they actually yes. beat our receivers at the line they didn't allow them to get open it caused problems we could not run the ball even though we should have been able to we we weren't able to we were tired we were on the road for a long time um it was a struggle to get through that game and our defense didn't do us any favors but I think that's been corrected mainly by the defensive coordinator switch, right? Vic Fangio right. coming in. And by the way, their defensive coordinator last year, Ronaldo Hill, is now on our side. He's our defensive backs coach, if I'm not mistaken. So a lot well, of what think they, that's the game where we, it was like what third and fifteen, and we put exactly. all of our linebackers in the in the end. Josh zone Boyer special, yeah. fucking unbelievably horrible. So yeah, bad. I mean, it, really bad decision making. That doesn't happen with Vic Fangio if you're even in the same scenario. So you're going to see different outcomes just based on that. So I, I feel pretty confident that our new defensive scheme is going to be better than what we showed last year. Um, it doesn't mean it's going to be a gimme game by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, yeah, I just would like to point that out, that uh, we had some really bad defensive play calling. We had some bad luck tra- trying to execute our offensive game plan because their corners, give them credit, did a fantastic job against our Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, which does beg the question, who's going to be that third option? Who's going to be the third man, Chris, for the Miami Dolphins on offense? But we'll get into that with a little bit more detail in just a little bit. But you wanted to get in there. I interrupted you. I hate that I did that. My apologies. What is number three on your top three things that you hate about the Los Angeles Chargers? Don't hate it because it's fine. That just adds fuel to my fire. And give me a second. I'm going to pause. I'm going to cut a wrestling promo right here. Ready? Philip Rivers, you are by far the most overrated quarterback in NFL history. I will take Chad Henney's dip-chewing, dip-spitting in the styrofoam cup quarterback over you. Matt Moore's teeth make you look like a fucking ugly Goodwill t-shirt. You 
throw like I throw a disc golf frisbee. You're terrible. I'm so glad Kiko Alonso picked six your ass and went like this in the end zone. You had the balls to talk shit like you're a NASCAR driver at a country concert. You need to stop existing with your 37 kids, with your stupid wife and her crown, clown car vagina. I am so done thinking about, wondering about, Philip Rivers. When I think of the San Diego or Los Angeles Chargers, I think of three names Antonio Gates, Ladanian Tomlinson, and Philip Fuck Off Rivers. That guy sucks. I'm done with him. His name's stupid. He's not related to Joaquin Phoenix. He's not related to the family whose last name is Leaf or Rivers or whatever the fuck it is. I'm so done with the Chargers having stupid acronym or random named quarterbacks of things. Like rivers and leafs, like I'm just done with it. I hate Philip Rivers. I, I I think he throws like a piece of shit. I live in North Carolina. I know people that went to NC State when he was there. He put his feet up on the desk and didn't even try in class because he knew he was going to the NFL and he was just a piece of dick, fucking twat, lint shit to his teachers. And I hate him. I hate that piece of shit. I picture he just drinks like Keystone Light. And he puts like little lime juice in it and he like judges people for like dipping the wrong Copenhagen and he's just dumb. I'm suck. I fucking hate Philip Rivers. I've been drinking all night and I've been waiting to rant on this piece of shit. I really hate him so much. I, I gathered that. I, I, I should point out um, just so it, maybe this will make you feel better about the situation, Chris. Uh, Philip Rivers is not playing for the. San Diego or Los Angeles Chargers any longer. I believe he is retired. So he is. Uh, at the end but of the when game, I think of the Chargers, that's the piece of enough. shit I think of. And he talks shit. And he does it weirdly. He's just like an odd shit talker. He's like, hey, I'm intimidated, man. I'm just throwing touchdowns. You can't stop me. You can't stop me. And it's like, shut the fuck up, you twang mouth vocalized <laughs> dumbass. No one cares to hear what you're saying right now. Yeah, I do. I do like the fact that they did have a lot of quarterbacks that were basically like nouns or adjectives as their last name, right? So you had the Breeze, you had the Leaf, hey, and of go. course yeah. you had uh, the Rivers. Um, and for those that didn't quite get the uh, Phoenix um, uh, relation, River Probably. Phoenix is what he was yeah. thinking of with Phil Thank Rivers you, and River Phoenix. So I, I got you. I understand. Uh, well, look, my number one thing or the th third thing that I hate about the Los Angeles Chargers is very similar to yours. It has to do with the quarterback. Uh, but it doesn't have to do with their former quarterback. It has to do with their current quarterback, Justin Herbert, um, mainly because I think people think that we hate him. I don't hate Justin Herbert. If Justin Herbert was on the Miami Dolphins, I would love Justin Herbert. I am sure loyal is, to the yeah. soil when it comes to the Miami Dolphins, as you see behind me. But I hate the fact that there's always going to be a comparison between Tua Tungabailoa and Justin Herbert until the day they are both out of the league. It's like Larry Bird and Magic Johnson in the NBA. It's going to be Tua Tungabailoa. And freaking Justin Herbert. It's just if how they both get championships. I'm okay with it because that means we do too. Yeah, I, I suppose so. But I mean, it's it's just ridiculous that the the comparisons that you see. Oh, Justin has the. How did we pass on him? He's got the arm strength. And then if it were the other way around, and Herbert was with Miami, people would be like, can you believe they passed on the accuracy of Tua Tagovailoa, a proven winner at Alabama? It just doesn't yeah. matter. They're not going to be able to win if you're the Miami Dolphins. Like I said, the Chargers are somehow a mediocre team that gets publicity like they've won championships year over year and the dolphins are somewhat of a better mediocre team and it feels like they're in last place based on the media attention every single year up until recently of course but uh, i just think the miami dolphins are better 
I, I I think they have a better coach in Mike McDaniel. I think the quarterbacks are are different, but very equal. They have different strengths and different weaknesses, but they work for the for the systems that they're in. I think the Miami Dolphins have better wide receivers. I think the 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 Chargers have better running backs and a better offensive line. I think the Miami Dolphins have better uh, defensive line than the than the Los Angeles Chargers. I think they're pretty even when it comes to the defensive backfield, and maybe they've got us when it comes to linebackers. They. Kicking game, relatively the same. They're very evenly matched teams. I just think the Miami Dolphins are better, and I think that's because Mike McDaniel is a better coach than what they have over there in Chargers land. And I hate the fact that it's always going to boil down to Herbert and Tua when you have all these other entities around both of them, quite frankly, which are really going to dictate the success in terms of team success that they're going to have or not have going forward in this game and beyond. So I just hate the comparisons more than anything, Chris. Yeah, I mean, it's, it. that's the bed we, we have to lay in because of the draft position and how it worked out and um, us taking Tua over Herbert when we had both available. I mean, that's always going to be a comparison. And it's up to Tua. It's up to uh, Greer to put the team around him. And it's up to McDaniel to coach the team to uh, shut those haters up and the critics up. And until Tua is putting up 367 and beating the Chargers, that those, those arguments are going to be out there, whether they're uh, warranted or not. And honestly, he had a season enough, in my opinion, other than the injuries, uh, where the critics should stop. The criticism should stop with Tua because of the season he had when healthy. He was tearing teams apart. You know, Waddle and, and Hill are both over a thousand yards. I mean, like, there's no reason that there should be any criticism. But of course, they find something, and it's the injuries. So as long as he keeps that cleaned up. Uh, finally, I think this is where he kind of gets that monkey off his back as Steve Young did when he won the Super Bowl. Um, and then we just can keep comparing Herbert and Tua um, as they both have success in the NFL because I agree with you. I like Herbert, and I think they're both going to do well for years and years to come. All right, so we talked about all the things that we hate about the Los Angeles Chargers. I feel better. I feel like that was a good therapy session for both Chris Cullen and myself here on Welcome to Perfectville, part of the Believe podcast network uh so let's get down to it chris just a couple of quick hitter questions yes no single word answers and then let's get into the final predictions of week one for the los angeles chargers and the miami dolphins uh your prediction who scores the first touchdown for the miami dolphins in week one against the chargers you're gonna like this one it's gonna be a newly extended fullback ingold he is gonna get a touchdown is the choice that chris called a play action most are gonna lead us down the field it's gonna be a play action ingold will be wide open in the end zone and it's gonna be a very nice little send-off type deal because he got a new deal that's what i was thinking too if they get down in the goal line situation alec ingold might just get the ball on a fullback dive or something like that to say, hey, here you go. You're part of the offense. I'm going to go with Braxton Berrios for that same scenario. I think getting somewhere, this is where Braxton Berrios is very interesting to me. Honey Nut Berrios, as he is on Twitter. Um, If you're within that 10-yard line, so inside the red zone, but like the inner half of that red zone, I think the Miami Dolphins have struggled up until recently, probably last year, and, and having some sort of end zone, red zone target. And normally, traditionally, that's going to be a bigger guy that you can throw the ball up right. to and let him go get up, go up and get it. Braxton Berrios is not that. But Braxton Berrios is very quick. He's very um, uh, jittery, and he's a guy that I think can turn on a dime, and you can create plays, and he can create his own space if you're in that five to 10 yard area where you're going to be 
concerned about Tyreek Hill. You're going to be concerned about Jalen Waddle. And all of a sudden, Braxton Barrios is out there and he's just kind of squirrel fucking your, your nickel back and getting himself open and then running three yards, you know, to the pylon and getting in. So I'm going to go with Braxton Barrios. I think we saw a lot nice. of drives uh, stall down inside that red zone last year. We had to settle for, for field goals. I think Braxton Barrios becomes that guy that you can rely on to score touchdowns. Um, beyond Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle in the passing game when it comes to wide receivers. So Barrios is Alec very uh, New England Patriot-esque when it comes to finding the soft spot of the zone and a quarterback that wants to one, two, three, throw it yep. like to a, a timing route. Barrios will get there and find the soft spot in the zone, and he's going to hit him. I, I agree. He's going to have a very good year, I think, yeah, with Tua checking down. I agree. I think he's going to be one of Tua's favorite people uh, to throw the ball too. Plus it's another alliteration. Braxton Berrios, Tua Tungabailoa, Mike McDaniel, Wes Welker. You got a lot of uh double letter names here in Miami. It's it's going to work. All right. So, uh who's going to get the first turnover on defense for the Miami Dolphins? That's a great question. I'm glad you asked that, Sam. Um it's going to be Jalen Phillips on the sack fumble on Justin mm-hmm. Herbert. He is going to have an absolute fucking breakout year with Vic Fangio as a defensive coordinator with Bradley Chubb uh getting the double team on the other side. I think Jalen Phillips is now in year 3, I think going into year 3 of his NFL career. Um he's he's more comfortable, he's more I mean think is your junior year of high school, it's your junior year of college. You, you you've played a couple years, you got the training wheels off. Nothing is exciting or, or, or crazy or unexpected anymore. You're comfortable. The game slowed down. Jalen Phillips, strip sack fumble on Herbert. He's going to return it for a couple of yards, maybe get tackled by Eckler or something. It's going to be Jalen Phillips. I'm calling it now. Fucking put it in pen. Uh, put it in pen, and I will put it in permanent ink on top of that because that's who I was going to say, too. He was going to get the turnover on a strip sack and also answer the My question man. of who was getting the first sack of the season. Looks like Jalen Phillips is on both of our bingo cards. Uh, but if he could take a couple plays off after that, because I just saw what Nick Bosa got, and uh, maybe <laughs> yeah. Jalen Phillips. Uh, I told Zachary that before that the show, sacks. you're moving to defensive yeah. end. <laughs> Absolutely, 100%. Um, all right, so last one here. Um, the team captains were named. Uh, biggest surprise name that is a captain or biggest surprise name that isn't a captain in your opinion? Um, I'm going to go with, I don't know if it's a surprise, but I think with what's going on, I thought it was interesting. It definitely piqued my interest is when Christian Wilkins was named uh, captain because um, he's holding in. He wants a new contract. We're, we, we've tabled contract discussions with him and we're going to just wait till the season goes. But I appreciate in love with McDaniel didn't turn a blind eye of what he still means to this team in the 2023 roster and, and franchise this season and still named him captain. So I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. And I believe they were voted in by the team too. So it shows you how much the team still is in support of Christian Wilkins. And yeah, I I think he will get paid, but I I appreciate what Christian Wilkins has done with regards to how he's conducted himself through this entire process. He wants more money. He deserves more money. It sounds like they're close in many, many ways. Just the guarantees aren't exactly there. He said he wants to, you know, end his career as a Miami dolphin. Like he he said he had no desire to go anywhere else other than for the Miami Dolphins. And I appreciate that. And that's that's something you would do want to reward. And uh, he got rewarded a little bit by being team captain. I think that was the name that made me go, oh, in terms of a team or yeah. a name that was on there, a name that wasn't. And it has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that uh, I thought that maybe Jalen Waddle would be named a team captain at this point. And I understand you're going to have both offense and defense. And I don't think he really gives a shit because who do you take off to put him on? Um, but it would be interesting to see the next step in Jalen Waddle's career be not only... Uh, a leader in the locker room, but on paper as well. So I'm looking for that sometime in the future. Jalen Waddle, future team captain for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, I'm okay with him not being. I mean, you're like 
one one B on yep. like uh, as a number one receiver with Tyreek Hill ahead of you. He's very vocal. Who's a veteran, and it's a very young team. When you think of the weapons on our on our roster, so um, I'm okay with him not being voted captain. I'm sure he got a ton of votes, and he was very close. And there's only so many captains you can have, or else everybody would be one. But uh, Waddle's right there. I think as soon as soon as Tyreek leaves or retires or whatever, um, Waddle's next in line, and it's going to be a very smooth transition. Let me ask you this. If Jalen Ramsey hadn't been injured, do you think he would be a team captain? I think so. Yeah, me too. I, I don't think there's any reason why he shouldn't be with, A, how vocal he is, and, B, he, he's NFL top 100. He's been around the league. Uh, he's one of the most bona fide, like, under a microscope players in the NFL. Uh, he absolutely would be just based on – hype and and everything your reputation alone he would definitely be a captain in my opinion all right so we've talked about it we've got some quick thoughts as to how this team's going to play week one <laughs> uh we talked about what we hate about the chargers it's time for it chris last thing before we get up on out of here as the kids like to say i think that's what they say who wins this game and how do they win it is it the chargers at home or is it the miami dolphins on the road Week one, big matchup, playoff implications <laughs> in week one for the Chargers and the Dolphins. Two uh, people that, you know, they're very polarizing teams, by the way. Some say, oh, yeah, the Dolphins are going to the Super Bowl. Others said they're not even making the playoffs. Chargers have the same sort of uh, stuff going on right now. Who wins this game and how do they win it? Go. Uh, I will go. Uh, one, Philip Rivers, fuck you. Two, um, man, Sam, this is a good one. This is uh, we're on the road. Uh, week one, no real tape to go off of. It's a different team, different season. We have some added additions. We had some losses. Uh, they did as well. It's going to be interesting. Sam, I'm going to call it right now. I'm calling it with uh, Jalen Phillips. I'm calling it with Ingold on the touchdown as well. And I'm going to be three for three on this. It's a two-time Hall of Famer here in the doctor. I'm calling it right now. It's a shootout in Los Angeles. It's a shootout in the Rams Stadium, SoFi Stadium. It is a shootout in the house that McVay built. It is a shootout, and it'll be the Dolphins 38. L.A., San Diego, fuck Phillip Rivers, Chargers, 31. It will be a victory, 1-0 Miami Dolphins. We're coming to Sunday Night Football against the Patriots Week 2. On top, 1-0, Dolphins 38, Chargers 31. Dolphins 38, Chargers 31. That would be a barn burner week one. Absolutely two high-octane offenses going head-to-head, toe-to-toe. And speaking of head-to-heads and toe-to-toes, I cannot make this prediction without acknowledging the fact that one of our best players, Teron Armstead, did not practice today. He's on the, <laughs> he's on, he's on the injury report. I don't have the stats in front of me, but I'm pretty sure the Miami Dolphins had a losing record last season when Teron Armstead, Armstead did not play at left tackle. I think he's going to play. Um, but I, I don't think he's going to practice ever again. <laughs> he's just never going to actually practice. <laughs> he sits on whatsoever. a golf cart and waits for Sunday. Yes. He's, they're just going to wrap him in like cellophane and like peanuts and put him in a box and ship him to game to game and just say, do not open till Sunday afternoon. So like he'll be in Boston next week, week two, just ready to go. Um, but I think it comes down to the health of him, right? I, I really do think that, that 
physical talent, but his leadership on that line. You have a young line across the board. I mean, Robert Hunt is good. Connor Williams is good as long as he's not snapping the ball to the moon. And then you have some other people that are going to be put in there that are probably going to need Teron Armstead's leadership. Uh, but I also think you're going to see tight ends staying in. You're going to see a lot of Alec Ingold. You're going to see a lot of bigger jumbo yeah. sets on the line and probably going two wide receivers and trying to run the ball behind, you know, sort of a stack line with tight ends and fullbacks. Raheem Mostert's going to get a lot of run. I think you're going to see our rookie running backs, the duo, uh, Chris Brooks and Devonna Chain, who was a full participant in practice, get a lot of run. I think we're going to try to run the damn ball um, in this game. And I so that, to me, means it's probably going to be a little bit lower scoring until we actually have to score. But if we can establish the run, if we can actually get you know four, five, six yards per carry early, that opens it up for Jalen Waddle. That opens it up for Tyreek Hill. And then, of course, you have this defense that we don't even know what it looks like yet with Vic Fangio ready to unleash hell on Justin Herbert. Um, so I think the Miami Dolphins win as well, but I don't see it as 38-31. I think it totally depends on the health of Teron Armstead, whether or not we win this game handily or not. But I see this as being a little bit of a lower scoring affair. I got the Miami Dolphins at 27, and I have the Los Angeles Chargers at 20. 27-20, a touchdown spread, very similar to what you got, just a little bit lower in scale. Um, I see this game being something where the Dolphins get out ahead early and just sort of keep that pace. You know, I think the Chargers are going to chase them throughout. Uh, they'll get a little closer. They maybe tie it. Then the Dolphins are going to, you know, come back and, and answer. I think that's how this is going to go, Chris. Yeah, I'm going to give you a little bonus fantasy feature here. I think if you have Raheem Mostert on your roster in fantasy, you start him or you flex him yeah, because he's going to get some catches. He's going to get a ton of carries. He's putting on some weight. He's going to be healthy, fresh, ready to go. And I think McDaniel's coming into this game with an added mindset that, oh, yeah, that's right. I was known for running the ball. Maybe I should do that a little bit more this year. So week one, two, three, and four, I think Mostert's going to in a, a chain. It's going to get a lot of uh, – a lot of carries, so I'd definitely start them uh, as opposed to sitting them. Yeah, I think uh, I, I saw the other day, I don't know if somebody said it or I read it or I heard it, but somebody said Raheem Mostert is the guy you play when you want to win September when it comes to fantasy yes. football. And I think that's a, a very astute observation by whoever made it. Kudos to you. I don't remember who you are or I'd give you credit, but I thought that was very well done. They're, they're going to try to establish the run. They tried to do that last year against this team. It didn't work out for a bunch of reasons. I think they're going to be more successful this time. I see this being a game that's won on the ground in the trenches. And if it comes down to the Miami Dolphins defensive line against the Los Angeles Chargers offensive line, I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins defense, especially with Vic Fangio not showing anything in preseason. He's no. going to unleash hell on Justin Herbert come week one. At least that's what I'm hoping for. Fingers crossed on both sides. Chris, anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you need to get off your chest before we leave and go par start prepping for week one of the Miami Dolphins season? Good luck to Ireland in the Rugby World Cup starting this weekend as well. I'm rooting for Ireland because USA did not qualify because <laughs> we are not there yet nationally when it comes to this sport but it's a beautiful sport and the world cup is an incredible thing and i'm rooting for ireland so uh world cup rugby woohoo we are all opening up a pack of coors light for ireland during the world cup <laughs> most second uh, popular beer than guinness baby <laughs> <laughs> all right chris well on behalf of the two-time yes two-time hall of famer myself the entire believe network brought to you and presented by betonline.ag the only thing left to say is Goodbye from Perfectville. Later.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.